Hey friend, thanks for listening. Just want to warn you, this is a review over Star Wars The Last Jedi, and there will be spoilers throughout the entire uh, podcast, so just be warned. And without the way, we're coming straight at you for episode 10. This is Just Okay Movies. We're just okay, and we play some movies. We're just okay, movie watchers. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Just Okay Movies. My name is... Um, alien milk, tit milker, biggie size, and I'm here with. Oh, little uh, baby cutesy, little uh, fucking furry piece of shit, Guido. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and Wally. (laughs) I I thought it transitioned to me from that because it's always you. (laughs) I know, but it was weird. (laughs) I am. Kylo Ren Millpool and I am the leader of the dark side and oh, that I explains a lot. like to listen to goth music. My Chemical uh, Romance? Yes. <laughs> yo, 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 it's little sweepy boy uh, nasty with the force. Oh, oh spoilers. It's <laughs> like the biggest one. Well, welcome, guys. Thank you for joining us. Ten episodes, guys. Double digits, yeah. not too oh, bad. Wow. Are you are you it. up there now? Are you the leader now? He's Have been the leader. De- <laughs> okay. You've dethroned I'm... the next podcast. Both by numbers and quality. Oh, <laughs> oh you, you are wow. <laughs> too kind, sir. Those Jay Reed episodes were great. I love the last one about the wrestling. Every one of his should be about wrestling. It was great. I don't know anything about wrestling, and I loved it. I think that burned out fast. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Jerry. <Jared. laughs> yeah. uh, wow. Jerry hatred right now. In our broader. Well, guys, we are here to talk about a movie that has been way more deci- uh, device- divisive, divided. People have been way more divided about it. Go. Damn, what's wrong with me? Uh, than I would have ever expected. It's a little movie I like to call. Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Now, no doubt there's been a lot of excitement about this film. I think after Force Awakens, everyone was ready to see what's going to happen with these characters. And people are a little uh, fine with it and a little upset about how they handled those characters and their story. And uh, I think we'll definitely get into that. Uh, But first, I really wanted us to, since this is a continuation of a story, I kind of wanted us to do a quick like two sentence review of what we thought about the force awakens. Cause I think that's going to, if there's anything we're going to talk about quite a bit in this film is how it compares to the previous film. And I think it would be good for everyone, especially for the listener to know kind of how we felt about the force awakens before going into the last Jedi. Uh, so let's start with Guido in like one or two sentences. How would you uh, rate uh, the force awakens? I thought the force awakens was an okay movie. <laughs> yes, that's one sentence. Oh, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be just two sentences. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I thought The Force Awakens, it was fun while I was in the theater, and uh, it had a good mix of kind of like exciting action and, um, you know, uh, hilarity, I guess. Not even hilarity. It was uh, quips. A good amount of quips that weren't overly used or, like, 
bashed upon your brain. Sure. Uh, and I thought that they handled uh, the uh, old canon characters well in in The Force Awakens. You know, by killing them. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Wally? I just in general the new films. Um, I I I'll say what I said before earlier when we were getting ready. Um, the Force Awakens is a good movie that, upon reflection, sucks. Mm, okay. Okay. Wow. What about you, Millpool? Um. Sorry, can you skip me? Yeah, sure. Go ahead, Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> um. It was so I rewatched it again on Friday. Um, just to prepare myself for the movie that I watched on this newest one that I watched on Sunday for the last Jedi. Um, and I fell asleep like halfway through it cause it was really drawn out and long. I think that it's the most long. exciting parts while I was like watching it the first time were seeing the old cast kind of be reintroduced. And I think that was just all the way through. That's what they were relying on. It, it had a okay story and you can totally tell though that they were just using that movie as a prep for whatever was coming next, which you were hoping was going to be better than what you were watching. Sure. Sure. I, I totally agree with that. I think overall it was a solid film. It, uh, it was an effective film in kind of reintroducing you to star Wars and uh, being a good launching point uh, for their new series. My biggest disappointments in it was it, I felt like it treaded way too close to a new hope in a lot of areas and made it kind of, uh, especially around the middle to end a little boring and not very interesting. Uh, but what really got me there was the characters. I enjoyed Finn. I, I enjoyed the mystery around Ray and just her as a character. I like Poe for as much as he was in the film and was interested to see these characters uh, continue on against the, uh, the, the first order. Uh, what about you, Millpool? Uh, I agree. With okay. Everyone. Cool. Uh, I, I think, can I, I, think, can I, can I clarify one point and then ask yeah, a question about how course. we can proceed from here? Uh, well, I, I, I liked Ray and I liked Poe a little bit. I have fundamental issues with how they handled Finn and Finn as a character. I also have issues with how they handled a lot of the villains uh, throughout most of it. They couldn't, they, in terms of tone. Sure. We're talking uh, about Force Awakens right now. Yeah. I mean, they carried, carried through from the beginning straight through because okay. they, they set up Snoke. Right. And I don't know about you, but I was getting a definitive, this guy's going to be something. Sure, sure. And and, uh, and it was a whole bunch of lead-in, and I felt like they, they closed off a lot of those opportunities in The Last Jedi. Sure. So I think they're both long films, too. And I think that The Force Awakens, I didn't. Well, I wasn't a huge fan, but it gave me hope, which is an ironic hope. word, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. Hope. Hope. Yeah. hope! Hope! But there's hope. Um, I don't know. I feel like I got set up to be disappointed, and I kind of don't like that. Sure, sure, absolutely. Well, I think now that everyone has a the listener, and I guess even ourselves have an understanding on how we feel about the Force Awakens, I think we should now jump into the Last Jedi. And can, I, can I mention one thing? That's my follow up. Of course. I, we normally, in terms of format, go through the entire fucking plot of the film. Sure. And I think that I have enough objections about in a lot of elements of the, of the of the broader story that we could approach it that way okay but i think between guido and i and, and, and nesting people i don't know but like i'd like to just presume that the audience has seen the film and then we can just attack it where we really want to address <laughs> things is that, is that is that okay 
if if that's how you guys would like to approach it, that's fine by me, absolutely. Unless we want to go through it that way, which is fine as well. Oh, well, I think we could definitely hit some of the bigger points, and I think all of those will be a lot of uh, criticisms. Uh, how did everyone feel like how the film started? Because really, I think the beginning of the film uh, definitely carries on how the rest of the film progresses. And I guess we could just quickly go over that uh, sure. real fast. Uh, the For those who are listening who may not even watch the film, this sets up a lot of how the film progresses. Uh, we open up, it's maybe been no more than a day or so after the end of The Force Awakens, which you remember the uh, Resistance blew up the Starkiller base. Uh, First Order's really, really mad about it, but they still have a lot of ships, whereas we really find out uh, at the beginning of this film that the Resistance has nothing because they literally wiped out the entire Republic. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of thought maybe there was a little bit left. Like, maybe they took out the big stuff, but maybe, you know... Didn't they take out one planet? It took out, like, six planets yeah, that were took really out a lot close of together. It took us, but, okay, a lot of... Now, would that, would they that take murdered the military? billions of people. They, like, was, everybody, was everybody docked when they blew the planets up? Apparently, you see, that's what I was thinking too. Like, it made sense if, uh, you know, they needed to attack now because they couldn't get any ships for however long. But apparently, that was everything the Republic had, which is gone. Because at this point, the resistance is running for their lives, and they maybe have like six ships, only one capital ship, and just a bunch of little support vessels, and that's all they've got. And at this point, uh. They're trying to run away from the Empire because they've now moved up onto their final base. And that's how the film pretty much goes. At least the main story is them running away from these ships. And I thought it was set up kind of interesting. I like that uh, overarching uh, story. Kind of everything else being tied to this uh, ships having to run as fast as they can for the Empire. And eventually they're going to run out of resources. I thought that was kind of cool. I might be the only one who thought it was cool. Uh, no, I agree. <laughs> I, it's a good setup. Um, I like this is going back. I have a problem with just the whole idea of the first order or whatever they're called. The last yeah, why, order. Why? Why? You know, the first yeah. order. Why? Why do that when the galactic is it? The galactic empire annihilated or something? Yeah, the they, empire was just destroyed they had a big award ceremony at, like 20 <laughs> years ago and then here comes this fucking first order with a massive fucking army where did they get it where did they come from yeah and, and who the are they that, and like the entire like all of the grand moths all of them and you can't retcon all that shit and like all the major officers all the grand admirals all the grand moths said you know what we should just rebrand ourselves i'm down with it <laughs> You know, and it's like- <laughs> and and no one in the in the fucking galaxy's like, hold on, wait a second. Uh, we just destroyed the empire. D- don't you think we should try and like stop these people before they get any bigger? Because it kind of looks like they're doing the same thing the empire did. They're converting no. a fucking planet into a yeah. Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let them get that far. Do you have an intelligence component? Well, they made it sound like that the Republic at that point was so much larger than the First Order that the First Order really had no no way of doing an all-out assault on them. And okay, that's – I guess okay, that's well, fine, but 
the fact that the you're right, the First Order wipes out the Republic in one stroke. And well, who who let the orange-haired albino be in charge of everything too? Yeah, like, yeah. no. <laughs> where, even did, before, where did he in, come from? In fucking Force Awakens, there's like those that fucking Hitler Youth propaganda where they're in like goose stepping in front of them <laughs> with like <laughs> millions of troopers. Like, where did they get this army? Well, they, uh, they did kind of talk about that. Apparently, they, well, they mentioned clones very briefly. So apparently they somehow have clones. But yeah. they also mentioned that, at least for certain units, they go out and kidnap babies and train them. Apparently, they're considered to be uh, more ruthless when they're just abducted by youth. Isn't so, that what Finn was? Was abducted? Yeah, he, he was, was abducted. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't a clone. So apparently, they have some means of making uh, an army, although... It still kind of makes you wonder what happened to the Galactic Empire. Did it really get wiped out that bad in that 30, 40 years? Which I, I guess we're supposed to assume is what happened. Uh, and it's, it's okay. I'm willing even, to accept even, that. Even if they're kidnapping babies. Like, take Finn, for instance. They had to lose. The, the Emperor had to be struck down. And then the next morning, someone went out and kidnapped Finn. <laughs> Yeah. To raise them into a stormtrooper. <laughs> it's, it's literally 20 years. I mean, they implement this training program immediately. And it's like all the clones died or something. Well, or, it's po- I mean, it's possible that he was already abducted. And those who were a part of the Empire just kind of rebranded to the First Order. You know, he may have already imagine, been there. Can you imagine the undertaking of ripping the old logo off of everything? <laughs> <laughs> and, and like repainting everything and then the new uniform. Well, it was already black, and... so they were good on that part. They That's went from true. black to black. Well, it was red, too. Uh, the, the First Order logo is technically a bright blood red on a black canvas. So I, I totally agree. The whole concept, especially with having like uh, Hux or whatever his name is, being the leader, is a little strange considering how young he is. And we actually see another commander of a ship who's a uh, commander of their dreadnought. The dreadnoughts come in to wipe out their base. It's a it's a uh, we're converting they, over to the new movie now. Yeah, we're now moving back over okay. the Force Awakens. In mentioning the point that you're talking about, their chain of command is kind of odd when you think about it, uh, because this big ship's come in to wipe out their base, and then the resistance uses a little tactic of putting Poe out right in front of their ships and doing a little call uh, saying, Hey, I want to talk to Hux and doing it all for laughs. Like, Oh, and Hux is doing, we're going to annihilate you. We're going to destroy. He's like, uh, you know, Hux, the, the ginger headed guy. I want to talk to him. He's just buying them time and it's all done for laughs. It's open in the film. It's okay. He's he's doing a telephone bit. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's doing a telephone bit. And, And, a very long telephone bit. <laughs> this is my biggest problem with, I think, the whole movie is that they throw this. No, like just like the the part of this, you know, right. they throw all this extra humor in to try to like make up for the fact that there isn't a story and get people to laugh and like forget oh. about the fact that they like overlooked so many things. Very the madcap humor. The madcap humor is so out of place. Uh, I don't know why they keep doing it. I, right. Because it gets so dark all of a sudden, too. At the yeah. same time, like everyone's like making fart jokes and like stepping on banana peels in the Imperial Army until fucking Kylo Ren shows up. And then all of a sudden it's like a fucking, you know, like really dark brooding. Some guy gets choke slammed. Elevators get bashed in. I, yeah. like, what the hell's the tone? 
I, I mean, I I'm, oh, go ahead, Millpool. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't think the humor was that bad. It like to me, it opened up the exact same way Guardians of the Galaxy Two opened up, right? Which was like a comedy scene, basically. Right. But that's not to Star Wars. Reintroduce you to the characters or whatever, whatever the fuck they're doing. The biggest problem I had with the first scene is Poe basically takes on this like destroyer ship or whatever by himself. <laughs> yeah, and he like too. pretty much takes it out on his own with one X-wing. Oh, and he's it, being chased by like, um, uh, like ten Tie Fighters and this huge <laughs> ship with like ten cannons on it, and he just takes the the ship out by himself while right. disregarding now, Leia's command the, to lay off and you know, fall back. The, the weird thing about that is that that's definitively Star Wars, even though it's a right. little un, un, unthinkable. It's kind of impractical and dumb, but sure. they've done shit like that before. You know, two ships going into the Death Star to blow it up. Uh, but what, but what, for me, what really annoys me is, is the, like, uh, like, well, they're getting chased right in space. The rebels are being chased and they're going just slightly faster at impulse or whatever the star Wars equivalent of impulse is than the Imperial dreadnought. So it's literally like two, like four guys in two trucks being chased by two guys in bigger, just slightly smaller trucks, trucks firing shotguns. I mean, I was yeah. just waiting as they're running out of gas to slow down. Is it? I don't think that even obeys the laws of physics appropriately if they're near some kind of mass with gravity attached. But like you know, the, the fact that they're just sort of like basing the entire tension on whether or not they have fuel to be just out of range. By the time these ships started like running out of fuel and, and like slowing down, I was half expecting to hear like you know a combustion engine sputtering sound. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get exactly what you're saying, and it, it's it, – it, I believe in many ways you are absolutely right. But it's just kind of interesting. I like that they at least tried something different. It was sure. it was something at least that was kind of interesting and put kind of a timetable on all of Finn and Rose's and Poe's failed attempts to save the And I, I enjoyed that. I didn't, it's definitely not perfect, but I at least found it – interesting and i thought it really and one thing i kept hearing was uh like oh my god uh hux why didn't he just send fighters out to just wear them down or oh why why didn't he do this or that i thought it also fit with hux's character very well as as well in that he's clearly not uh he's very immature because you see that in the opening scene when uh, the leader on the Dreadnought is like, we should have already scrambled fighters to destroy that one ship. And he's right. You should have already just scrambled fighters and wiped them out. You should have sat there and kept playing into an obvious ploy. And I thought that was a real nice setup to, to kind of put more uh, character into Hux and making him seem like he's just he's really a kid that is way over his head. And he shouldn't be where he's at, and he's making dumb mistakes. And uh, it's not necessarily great or groundbreaking, but it was at least kind of interesting. So the whole uh, him following the ships, they should be able to take him out at any point. But him like, nah, we're just going to let him flounder in front of us, you know, because it's kind of a power trip. That I found that to be kind of neat. And uh, at least something different other than what they could have done and kind of ape more of what a uh, uh, like a empire or, or something else. It was at least different. 
What's your thoughts of using it as a as the the fulcrum upon which all the subplots revolved? Like I love this. It. This single chase is is it had enough time to encapsulate everything at the casino, everything on the <laughs> Jedi planet, uh, everything uh, uh, during the you know before and during that. Like all of it was happening at the same time or around the same time as this single chase. Yeah, it was very time warpy feeling, right? Like there was so much going on, and they're like, "Oh, we only have so many hours to get back," and they're traveling off to the casino world and then hopefully going to find this guy who they don't even know who he looks like you know it's just <laughs> and all that all that subplot leads nowhere too it doesn't yeah. it doesn't lead like, anywhere i mean there is basically no place in the movie for finn or the new character which they introduced rose and poe kind of like they didn't really have significant storylines going on it felt like this the whole subplot was just kind of crammed in there so they could be in the movie sure yeah sure <laughs> whereas after I think her sister this, died this the the entire movie should have been about ray it should have been about her learning the ways of the jedi absolutely and, and the dynamic between her and kylo ren with that all that stuff was great like, oh yeah it was one the, it was the best part of the film that, the stuff with moments. her and kylo ren was the best part of the movie absolutely like, the dynamic that they had and they're it was good, but there wasn't enough of it. And then the the other problem I has I have was with her training with. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what training? <laughs> what? Yeah. 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 There was nothing like that, that could have been so cool. Like I feel the, the fucking they retconned it. The whole the whole movie is about her becoming a Jedi. At least it, it should have been. And like the entire training where she finally convinces um, Skywalker, who's like this really angry hermit for whatever reason to finally train <laughs> yeah. her and her training is like all he says is like okay the force is the the balance between all things in the universe uh think about that for a few minutes and then mm -hmm. uh levitate these rocks and that's her whole training yeah. and then she understands everything and it's not explained like how did she get so good there could have been like well, a cool training montage and there was nothing this but is I, all part of a broader thing about they retconned how to be good in the force with these two movies, in my opinion. Like the whole idea of training is belongs to the expanded universe, and that's it. Because like Leah, well, I know Guido's gonna talk about this one. Leah in space, Ray learning one lesson, oh and all God. of a sudden she's a Jedi. I mean, apparently you don't need a training, you just need to have that special spark and touch with the force. Yeah, do the like, fuck you want. I think there was one line that Skywalker said where he was like, oh, I saw you with a lightsaber. You were a natural. With oh, that makes me so like mad. Why? Well, There's no explanation. You can't be a natural Why is she with a lightsaber. So good? Why can't you? It's just a sword. I mean, that's all it is. It's <laughs> well, a laser yeah, sword. That as well. <laughs> Uh, I, mean, I mean, I mean, I can assume because everyone was like, oh, you know, with her staff, like, oh, she's received some kind of training. You know, obviously she must have already received Jedi training somewhere. It's a staff. I mean, if you're living by yourself for, you know, 15, 20 years on a planet and especially a planet like how they uh, showed what Jakku, whatever it's called, you probably need to pick up some tricks with a staff. So, I mean, just kind of translating that into a sword wouldn't seem like a, a massive leap. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to accept that, and it's just a sword. You don't have to be a Jedi to use it, or even be good with it. It will help, but you don't have to. Uh, no, I felt like the training was well done. 
because it mimicked the issues with Luke. And going back, Luke was not a wise person. I mean, he was reckless. He was uh, willing to give in the impulses. Even at the time when he faced Darth Vader, I mean, he was just inches away from going, uh, you know, mad and, and just murdering his dad. You know, and he just had to catch himself. And I really, I really like that. And the training he received wasn't that great either. He didn't really spend a lot of time even doing anything. Hey, so he was I, on the swamps of Dagobah for a few months, it feels. Yeah. Feels like. Yeah. And then enough, the, the, the enough to get the, his uh, his X-Wing working again. And that and there was a time between uh, Power Strikes Back and Jedi where he honed things a little bit too. It's why he came into uh, Jabba's lair a bit more confident and dressed rather sharp. Yeah, but then at the end of Jedi, he was a maniac. He couldn't control himself. I mean, not like how you would view someone like Yoda or even um, uh, Obi-Wan. You know, he, yeah, what's your what's your larger point, though, in regards to him being kind of a wild maniac type person? Well, it's the- because I, I really like how he taught Ray, because it seems like someone who's gone through all of that, who has not learned how to control his uh, his uh, his person, how to control his feelings. So you're saying what, he's telling her, don't think about it too hard. Just do it, you know, just be. Right? I think he doesn't even want to do it because he saw how it ended up when he was apparently very high on himself after. I don't, I don't think I, it was that. I think it was like everything he ever done being blown up in flames by Ben Solo. <laughs> well, that, but it was his own doing, though, and he realized oh, yeah, that. Yeah, but I think that haunts him more than his than the throne room with the emperor and his dad. Oh, of, oh, of course. But still, even at that moment, he realized he had no control over himself. Sure. I mean, I, I understood that he was reluctant to train her because they spent like 20 minutes on <laughs> explaining how reluctant he is to train her. But then he finally agrees to train her and they spend like f- five minutes on that. I and then just, they do it and he's so spooked he quits again. I mean, even if you want to show her meditating or whatever for a few scenes then that's fine. Just give me the impression that she's like actually going through training. Because the impression that I got was basically that she sat on a, a rock and levitated some rocks and then she cut a rock in half with a lightsaber. And that was her entire training. Literally those two things. But like at then, least, oh yeah. Yeah, but she left. I, I mean, I mean, she did leave during that time because she wanted to try to go save uh, Kylo Ren. And of course that was all a, 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 a kind of a trick in a way, uh, set up by Snoke. So part of that is because she left. She, she kind of pulled the Luke Skywalker and Empire uh, to try to go save him. And, uh, you know, kind of how all that turns out. So I, Empire, don't... I think in this even, he, he had the idea that he could save Kylo. Or Ben, whatever you want to call him. They kept using both names. Oh, uh, Luke could? Yeah, because, well, he was saying in this story that he tried to save him, but then he saw that, like, he was too much and he was too far gone and then he had to kill him. You know, like, that was basically what they based all of his hatred on, is that he had a premonition and that's why the, that's why he couldn't actually, like, be a part of a Jedi anymore. Right, and that makes sense. Yeah, that, that, that does make sense. I just, I really like how it was done. Then that's just me personally. Uh, you know, I got you. I got you. Uh, I, I think they, they painted it pretty well, showing Luke was definitely not a wise Jedi. 
Yeah, I mean, you probably would say he wasn't necessarily a good Jedi. He was just kind of the only one, and he won. And uh, you know, he he wasn't particularly. Um, he he could control the force. He could do all that, but he lacked the discipline and he lacked the um, control that a normal Jedi would have, or at least one prior to the fall of the Republic. And I like that. That it showed him as being a very flawed person. And it showed also Ray being kind of reckless as well, just kind of like he was. Uh going straight into the belly of the beast, not prepared. Yeah. And uh it's just kind of a a, a uh ongoing issue when you're basically you got this Jedi order that uh, which I thought he painted so well that the Jedi order was a failure. And I, I would agree in many ways, you know, looking back on, you know, their teachings, their, their way of thinking and even kind of looking more of extended universe, the Jedi weren't really that great. A lot of killing happened because of them. Well, the theory is that the original Jedi were kind of douches and then yeah, they split I, off and became good sure. and bad. Sure, I could see that. So I, I, I liked how that was done. Uh, I definitely it was not perfect. And I would have loved to see more of Luke Skywalker because I ultimately like Luke Skywalker more than I do Ray. I would like to have seen him a little, a I, little more. I, I, I often wonder at the casting choice for Ray, uh, but it's a broader thing too. Right. I didn't like I didn't like Luke's character in this movie. Yeah, I didn't I don't understand the, the, why the he's crazy like so angry and, thing. Yeah. Like it wasn't explained to me. Oh, well, I, that way. Uh, actually, a lot isn't explained, and I think it all hinges on that fucking moment when that Jedi training temple went to shit. But we don't know anything about it, so we don't have any context, and yet right. everything is written and acted like we should. Andy's also keeps saying like, "You'll know what I mean. You'll know what I mean." He just kept saying that like in his don't. trainings. He's like, "You'll understand." You'll understand. And then we never really understood besides the fact that he had some personal demons that he had to deal with. Like, that's all that I understood from that whole thing. He kept saying, you know what I'm talking about, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Looks at the camera winks. Yeah, it would be something that they would fucking put in there, too. Well, what did you all feel about the scene uh, when Ray uh, finally uh, meets with uh, Snoke and uh, Kylo? Oh, dude, throne room scene was the best scene in the movie. It was easily. It was easily. well done. It was very well done. I felt like all the dialogue, I love the uh, the dialogue between uh, Kylo and Rey while she was on the island. I, I thought at first when they did, I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be cheesy. But it was well done. I loved every second. And when they finally get the meet and this confrontation happens, it's, oh, it's so fantastic. <laughs> I thought Snoke's dialogue was a little bit cheesy in that scene where he's like, yes, I can read your mind. I see you, what you're doing. You're turning the lightsaber towards your greatest enemy. Right. <laughs> like, it's so obvious. Like, if he yeah, would have yeah. had, if he would have been that good, he would have seen what was going on. Right? Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it. It was just like pretty over the top, like smacking you in the face with it. <laughs> It, yeah, it kind of apes what happened, you know, like with Return of the Jedi. You know, the whole scene was very reminiscent of Return of the yeah. Jedi, but I think done in a very interesting and different way. And I love the conversation that Kylo and uh, uh, Ray have afterwards about let's just let it all die. I'm like, oh, man, because as a viewer, I was like, you know, I was sitting there like, maybe which one would I choose? Yeah. Like, I'm not sure. You know, Dude, Kylo's right. I would let have fucking go. gone with Kylo. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. start fresh. 
Yeah, start fresh. We can I, build I, our own fucking thing. We're fucking superheroes. We're gods. Right. My guess is, is he wanted to do like a full on purge of everything, which maybe that spooked her. I don't know. But I don't think that's what he was saying. Like you said, he wanted to let's build something that's neither one or the other. And frankly, from what I'm looking at of things, what are you losing uh, yeah. by saying no? Yeah. What are you going back to? Right. Almost Luke's nothing. Dying. Luke's dying. That's what he, that's what she'd be losing. Oh, dad. Well, Luke, that whole scene with Luke, everything that was written after that moment was a setup just to have Luke do his face off with Ben. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. You can't tell me if in that throne room, uh, Ray was like, yeah, okay, Kylo, let's, uh, let's work this out. Well, me and you will go back and we'll talk to Luke and we'll like come up with a way to like solve this and, you know, be copacetic between the three of us. Right. (laughs) Like (laughs) Luke would approach that openly. I feel. Movie yeah. over, series over. <laughs> yeah. No, let's, 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 yeah. Go, let's, let's go for the lightsaber instead. And You're like, right. Irrevocably sever this as an option for the rest of everything. Right. Yeah, that point set a huge motion for the rest of the, the series that uh, Kylo's going to be not able to be reached. Maybe at the very end, possibly, but he's pretty set in his way now, and we're just going to duke it out, and eventually the resistance is going to win. But that moment just made it like, oh my gosh, there's so many possibilities. You know, things could just change completely. Yeah, and they Uh, went with the lamest one. Yep, they absolutely (laughs) did. Ridiculous. We we go back to the ships running away. That's fantastic. Uh, Which, can we get to that? The ships running away? Because this whole thing like oh they can't see our small ships because they're focused on our big ships if anybody looked out the fucking window they could see that there's some ships <laughs> they, running away they were, they were the transports were so big and <laughs> and then it's like oh we're gonna shoot them down and then all of a sudden she's like oh let me just turn this giant transporter around and hyperspeed or whatever the fuck they call it through the yeah. fucking other ships like why did you wait until all of your ships basically were gone to fucking oh. decide to do that agree and, and, and they the, should have done it with the other ships the the yeah, medical ship she, like, just turn them around and run straight through she knew she was gonna die anyways right it's yeah sh- also <laughs> noble sacrifice person i just met number 1302 <laughs> oh look it's that chick in the a-wing that oh look oh, oh sorry hangar blew up sorry chick i just met the pilots in a-wing i just they fucking kill everyone off that doesn't fucking matter yeah like, there's no poignancy in the sacrifice if i don't know who the fuck you are right right purple haired soccer mom decides to blow up half the empire great i don't know who the fuck you are yeah, I was trying to figure out what movie she was from that I've seen her in prior to that. Then I was worried about like figuring out what her actual character was. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen her somewhere. I, I was like, where have I seen this chick? No oh. doubt, I would agree. The weakest part of the film was the scenes that were actually on the ships that are running, which the concept is great, but God, the time on the ship while they're running is so fucking boring and Finn and oh my God, fucking Rose's character and them going off. I hate Rose. I (laughs) hate that character. It did not need to be there. She had no reason to be on this film because she couldn't act worth shit. And why couldn't we just go have a good time with Finn? We spent a whole film prior film getting to know Finn yeah. and I liked him because he kind of acted the way I think I would act. I'd kind of be scared out of my fucking mind. Have <laughs> fucking Pogo with him. 
Yeah, yeah. or Poe. Poe and him. That would have been a fun yeah. dynamic. Was, yeah, what was Poe doing while they were doing Sitting around on the ship. Yeah, he, had <laughs> no, he was just on the ship. Yeah, he was, oh, he was oh, just yeah, waiting right. for them to fucking pull it off, which they didn't do. His right. only major scene was when they uh, tried to take over the ship. That was his only real big yeah. scene while there. And he and failed at that. That's true. He sucked at it. He got it was, taken out by a fucking chick in a hospital bed. Right. Yeah. And I just... Rose should not have been there at all. I agree. It should have at least been just Finn going on his oh, own, man. or Finn and Poe. We got to start on Rose. We got to mention the large, very, very large plot hole of uh, what's her name, Admiral Holdo, right? Yeah, yep. Laura Dern. Yep. Um, she her whole Purple plan the whole time was to get close enough to this planet so they could use the transports to go to it and hide. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why didn't she just tell them? Right. Why didn't right. she just fucking tell Poe? Because Poe <laughs> sent out Finn to go and disrupt their uh, fucking light speed tracking. Yeah. Right. But when he went and did that, that's what that's what told them that they were using the transports to go to this planet. Oh. Which in effect fucking killed hundreds of people. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think about it that way. You're oh. right. Wow. Yeah, because the dude that they brought back on from that island is the one that ratted them out. Right. right. If, if they also, wouldn't have gone to the casino, they would have made it to that planet, uh, apparently, scot-free. Yeah. You know, and the, and if you recall, her only reply was, like, a quote, a quoting Leah talking about having hope. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that was that was her reply. I mean, she's holding her cards to her to her vest, which is <laughs> yeah, why? stupid. Right. <laughs> she's like, Commander, why is she... Why yeah, being so secretive, and, and she's also like trying to form a mutiny by not telling people. You know, like she's creating an atmosphere in which a mutiny will thrive by not telling anybody anything yeah. and just like seeming like you're doing nothing. That See, character played it so close to herself that uh, for half the movie, I thought she was working with the with First the Order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, First Order. Sorry. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And I, I thought she it was, was a plant. Yeah. And that would have been like if there was the the whole uh tracking the light speed jumps. All you have to do is switch that to there's a mole on the ship. Right. That's yeah. why we can't tell anybody that. Right. That's why you can send Finn to go and do stuff. <laughs> like that that's it. That's the solution. It didn't even have to be a tracker. It could have been like a tracker tethered to the spy or whatever. Right. Yeah. Correct. There's a <laughs> I can't tell you, Poe, because there's a fucking mole on the ship. Okay, right. well, I'm gonna send Finn to go to this casino planet and ultimately fail in the end, but still, like that that Everybody's closes up that loot loophole. Right. And then it, you don't have the mutiny scene, and then you don't have, you know, I guess you don't have Leia coming back and like fucking tasing him, but still, I don't think that that was a necessary scene to have, right? Like, could have well, found they, they, a way they, they needed a plucky way of introducing them to each other, so they wrote this entire scene of him, you know, oh, I better get out of here, and uh, I there's no reason for her character to exist. In fact, her character ruined the best part of the movie for me, <laughs> like outside of the throne room. Rose or Lord Dern? Rose, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I didn't oh, her, like, but okay. Yeah, there's no Salt reason planet. for her character. Okay, now we're we're moving off of the uh yeah, Wally Wally transitioned <laughs> off of out of space. And there's so much more I want to talk about. Oh, I know, there's so far we talk, talk about Leah. Talk about Leah. Yeah, we got to talk about no, no, Leah. Yeah. We, we got to have the floor. We do have the floor. Yeah, we got to talk about getting off of the ship before we get onto the ground. Okay. Well, before we okay, we're still on the ship. Remember it blew up? 
And uh, <laughs> Leia, Leia took a face full of fucking fire explosion. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Which, I thought that, at first I thought that was a really ballsy thing for the film to do. Oh yeah, definitely. it was, I was great. Like, oh shit, I and loved it, like, it. I was with someone; they were they were emotional during it because it's a character <laughs> that they grew up with, and it was all a big like it was a big thing. It was a big yeah. thing to kill this character who just passed away, you know, in real life to uh, have yeah. them die on Fuck. screen. Yeah, and, and then. <laughs> And what? then she fucking like they show her body floating in space and she pops open her fucking ice ball eyes <laughs> and then force fucking propels herself into the safety of the ship while she's been sitting in the cold depths of space dead. for like fucking 10 minutes now. Hard dead. And not only was like the force just from pulling her out of that into the vacuum would have been enough to just like rip her body apart. Let's be real. Sure, sure. I just, I. It was, it was, it was, it was manipulative of, was of the writers to that. It was cheap, and it wasn't necessary. Like, Leia like, didn't serve a purpose all. after that. No, not at all. Besides Except for that eventual very... meetup of Luke and Leia, or right. shooting Poe in the face. That's about the long and short of it. Yeah, it was. It was a very heavy moment where, like, Kylo Ren. Was the guy that almost fired the missile that killed his mom? Yeah, yeah. And they they showed all that, and then he eventually doesn't fire the missile, and someone scoots up beside him and fires the missile. Like it was a very strong, heavy moment with a lot of ramifications, oh, and then God. they just like yeah, they wreck on it. They just Chuck, Chuck, it and they happened. kept and they kept take that essence, take that feeling you have right now about a, a poignant moment being shit on, and they keep doing it. <laughs> Yeah. Over, over and over again in this movie. Yeah. They, they just kept pulling Chuck Testa's left and right, dude. Let's be real. <laughs> uh, nice fucking 2011 name, dude. Dude, but for real, that's how I felt the whole time. Oh, Leia died. Nope, Chuck Testa. Oh, there's a mutiny. They're going to get away. Nope, Chuck Testa. <laughs> You know, like for real, yeah. it was just like you think you know what's going on, and and for unex some unexplainable reason, what made sense doesn't make sense anymore. And there's so many like viable good forks that they could have taken w w if so she many. were to die. Like, yeah. fucking, just imagine Kylo finds out like he didn't he didn't shoot it, but he finds out one of the other dudes did, and then he just goes berserk and ends On up the guy like, that killing did it, right. Yeah, k killing the guy. He switches back to the good side or whatever. You know, that's the final cattle. There's so many different fucking realities they could have taken, but they took the one. Where goddamn popsicle Leia floats her ass back into the ship. <laughs> you know what's you know what's really great is that Chuck Testa is actually one of the most appropriate <laughs> allegories you can make about a lot of this shit. Dude, for real, it was like <laughs> the things that you would think would make sense don't make sense in this movie, and I just don't understand why they went just, with that. Leia thing. Nope, Chuck Testa, she's alive, and oh god. Yeah. <sighs> oh my god. Not their best movie. I digress. Yeah. But, let's, but let's like on. you said, Guido, they could have gone so many other ways, and what they decided to do is put some silly, stupid humor in there instead. Yeah. It was like a 13-year-old fucking wrote the plot. Like, <laughs> you know what would be it, funny? It's written like a fanfic. <laughs> Anyone want to talk about the casino planet? or Fuck that. It's no. a stupid, pointless whole scene. No, the casino you don't planet's like the pod race scene. It's kind of just like filler, and it was kind of fun, extinct, but it had nothing to do with... 
The only yeah. thing I liked was it was a change in scenery. I kind of yeah. liked that. Oh, but, it, was, it, was a, it was a very good change in scenery. I but think. it could have, if if Rose wasn't there, that first of all, that would help a lot. And uh, just second, Finn, if just, just Finn, Finn the, or Finn drug. and Poe. Yeah, at very least just have Finn. He would have been just fine. Uh, I feel like Rose is necessary in that if you're going to try to like make an actual scene out of it, because she grew up quote unquote, grew up in the slums. Finn's not from here. You need somebody that grew up outside of the order how do, to explain. How do you like, think they made all this money? Right. They're, and all, that, they're arms dealers. Right. What a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I, that, that pretty much sums it up. Let's move on to the last planet. <laughs> Crete, which I found so funny. Mm, uh, salt. The, yes, when <laughs> yeah, he dude. licked the ground, it's like salt. And I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. Because obviously we can't do another sand planet. So what's something that melts ice or snow? Oh, it's salt. So we're going to have our Hoth moment, but on a planet that's caked in yeah. salt. Very funny. Let's uh, make let's make this planet uh, consist of the feelings that our fan base is going to feel after watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, it came to pass. Oh my god, that is hilarious. Uh, I mean, on, I don't know where you guys want to start on the, the salt planet. Uh, how, well, let's just say that everything that happened on the salt planet is just one giant setup to have Luke magically appear. Right. I did like the planet, though, as a whole. Yeah, the planet was, was fine. The I even was, was fine pretty. with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was even fine with it being kind of like Hoth. You know, very end of the field. This is their last stronghold. It was kind of interesting. You know, it was fine. Yeah, I got to say, in this movie, everything looked good. Yeah, yeah. Like all the set pieces, all the uh, CGI, everything looked good. Yeah. I have a, a friend that's like totally into film, I guess, and she said that that uh, one thing you could always say about Rian is that he's a really good cinematographer. But the the plot, maybe not so much, but yeah, everything was really framed pretty and it was really pretty design. Yeah, it looked good. Very traditional. I was quite fine with that you know give me the wide shots and then we go in for the close-ups for dialogue you know nice uh action uh movement from the camera nothing shaky it was just nice well presented and just fun to oh. watch you knew what was going on you know what we forgot it's worth mentioning uh how they completely shit on phasma as a character and made her again die the most that's in true. glamorous way possible let's just mention that no backstory yeah. no <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I she agree. was uh, Bran of Tarth, uh, the big, the big female Silver. stormtrooper, silver stormtrooper. We haven't. Uh, oh, we did get there yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, agreed. Yeah, she basically died saying, "I'm gonna get you, pesky kids." Yes. <laughs> it's so <laughs> she stupid. <did>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so naturally, the big part of the salt planet is Luke Skywalker showing up. Uh, I, you know, I, we all knew that was going to happen. No big surprise, except for kind of what ended up happening when he finally faced off with Kylo. I, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not, we're not going to, I mean, I got stuff before that. Oh, you do? Oh, <laughs> I, was, I mean, I mean, I mean, Finn, 
You know, you're creating this whole allegory uh, yeah. about how you come from nothing. Like, Ray, whether or not what Ben told Ray about her past is, is true or not, which I think it isn't, because who gets abandoned by hobos flying away in a fucking Lexus, if right. you remember the memory. But anyway, no matter what her background is, she's essentially, arguments being made that she's from nothing. She doesn't matter. She's garbage. Right. And yet, she's pivotal to everything. She matters more than anything. She is the anchor upon which fate turns. And if you're taking that broader metaphor and you're extending it into other characters, like they keep saying how Finn is just some wastrel child that was like brought up from nothing, trying to be a, just, just a number, not a name. And it's this pivotal story arc of self-actualization, making your, making the person that you were meant to be, giving yourself a name, living to that name, making a difference, caring about something more than yourself, defining who you are and acting upon it. And, and then one tumultuous moment the most poignant thing ever, like the greatest gift he ever got was the ability to be Finn and sacrificing that essence, that life to save everything he cared about. That's the ultimate apex of that metaphor. And they fucking ruin it by Rose crashing into his fucking ass. <laughs> I agree. Oh my God. I agree. Fuck Rose. She's... I was so into that moment. I'm like, yes, yeah. Finn, do yeah. it. Fuck them. Fuck Same. them. And then, and then she, oh. I, then, I agree, but oh. I, didn't, I didn't want them to kill Finn off. I, I do like him. I didn't want them to either, but still, it was like... But that's what makes it good. Yeah, that, that, that is, is what, yeah. Makes, that's it what makes it good. I know. Him, him coming out of that and saying, like, what the fuck did you do? And she's like, I just saved you. <gasps> oh, no. I, got, I, got, I have the quote burned like, in my memory. <laughs> yeah. I was so angry. I remember exactly what she fucking yeah. said. She said, it's oh, not it's not a... With... Yeah, it's go for it. Go for it, Mill. No, you, you probably know better than me. <laughs> it's not about killing what we hate. It's about saving what we love. And then she fucking kisses his ass. And then passes and I just, like, kisses and then his passes ass. He pulls his pants down. Plants her lips right on his fucking ass pucker right there. Yep. And just, oh my God. Oh my God. Yep. The decayed uh, corpse hand of Carrie Fisher bursts out of the salt ground <laughs> and fondles his balls. Well, well, fucking Rose rims his asshole. <laughs> I thought that was weird that they put that in there. I finally had a moment in this film that I could latch on to emotively, and it was taken right. from me, and I'm so mad at them about that. Right. No, it's so dumb. Oh, it's so dumb. Oh. Uh, anyway, Rose, okay. Can, yeah, okay. No, now, well, you know, now Luke can come in and save everybody. Well, no, I'm, I'm happy you mentioned that because I felt the same way. I would have even been fine if he had this one moment because everything he'd done in this film – had ended up being fucked up. So this is his one time to finally save everyone. And even if it got messed up, like his ship just yeah, disintegrated the child that came or from something. Nothing yeah. Made all the difference. Yeah. You know? Even if he failed in this last attempt, I would have still been like, that was a really good scene. He failed, but it would have been a really good you scene. You could but have even having, had fun with it and like had yeah. a clone of Finn come back and or something or whatever. Cause he's a, he's an Imperial. They probably got his DNA on file. They could, you could play with that, man. It's called science fiction. Fucking use it. But also, right. was anybody underwhelmed by like the the gun? Like the build up to that giant gun was like <laughs> oh. fucking fifteen minutes long. Yeah, and then when it like one little blew... corner of the door. Yeah, and, and I was just like, wait, what? That's what this like fucking ten minute build up was for? Was for this small tiny hole that a person can barely fucking fit through? <laughs> I know it, dude. That hole was so tiny. After, because I, I thought the whole door would just like explode. I'm like, That's what I was yeah, thinking. Whole, I, want, like, I wanted the whole thing to come down. Yeah. No, it's a nice little sliver. It may fit like one, one and a half people in at Did a time. We, I mean, outside of the hole that you see on the inside when Luke goes through it, we never actually even got to see the hole get blown open. 
We no. just saw the we saw the laser go thunk like a spitball against the door. Yeah. Right. And that's it. We don't get to see it actually open. Yeah, well, it's yeah. smoke. It was a wide angle wide shot. So I was expecting that thing just to topple over. But no, it's just like a thunk and then change the scene. Like, Hell, wow, they, that was great. I mean, they fucking blew up Hell's Deep like it was fucking like eight pounds of TNT. You think that right. like one giant laser could <laughs> whatever. Well, then you're right. The next big part is Luke Skywalker walking out, and I and I thought that was kind of cool. You know, him standing there, the 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 shot of all the uh, what are those new ATATs are called, and uh, staring him down. That was a nice looking shot. Then you know he tells him to blow his ass up, and and after that, I was so like, oh god, because he's he's not gonna die. It would have been kind of cool if they're like, oh, he's dead now. That would have been kind of neat if they set that up correctly. Um, but uh, you, you just knew he was gonna walk out. I'm like, oh, yeah. they're gonna make him look just like way more powerful than he really should be. Just it, it's not that interesting when you have someone that could just stand there and take like a bajillion shots from these massive machines and then walk out unscathed. That's not fun, you know, there's no danger to it. But he walks out, and I was like, oh, this is gross, I don't like it. <laughs> but then when he finally faces down with them, he's like not actually fighting them. I'm like, what is he doing? What's all this Matrix stuff going on? He's an old ass guy. Yeah. And uh, you know they do the, the the dialogue you expect. You know, with the whole you strike the, me down, yeah. I'll become more powerful, or and the whole I'm not gonna say sorry. But and- why say that though? <laughs> he's not really there, right? right? It's like. You can't strike. You can't strike you down because you're using Spoiler. force illusion. Spoiler. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. He's not actually there. Yeah. And when he does strike him down, he's fine and disappears. And I was like, okay, that was gonna, all right. If you're going to use that line, you fucking go down like Obi Wan did. You piece of shit. Like have like lightsaber go through you or whatever, and then have the robes fall to the floor. And then you vanish. You don't do this. Oh, he exerted so much energy from his force illusion. He succumbed to the force and became one with it. I mean, what the fuck? Agreed. Like, uh, I'm fine with him exuding all that energy and stuff. I just wish instead of doing all these fancy Matrix moves and getting shot to death for no reason, uh, not having any outcome, uh, that they actually had a conversation, that we actually got a little more... A little more dialogue, a little more in depth, you know, with between their struggle because literally it's like three lines. He jumps around some and disappears, and it's just like, ugh. like it's cool that he did an illusion thing or whatever, but nothing really came of it other than just kind of buying the other people time, and just wish you got more out of it. Uh, I mean, yeah, even pointing to a New Hope uh, with Darth Vader and. And Obi Wan, we got a little bit of background between them that there was a lot of animosity, and uh, you know that this fight was more than just two people banging swords together. It had a lot of uh, emotion to it, and I would have hoped we got something more out of that than just him getting shot a lot and jumping around like a video game. Uh, but <laughs> you know, it it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but it could have been done better. Here's why I'm mad, I think, to re-clarify why the floor solution thing is dumb compared to just taking the hit and vanishing like Obi-Wan did. is because I was still, in vain, struggling to latch onto one moment of poignancy that was relative to the whole Star Wars experience as a fan. And they, and they took that away. They took it away by making it weird and having him be back on that Jedi planet projecting himself. I get how neat it was to do that. But it was like the last big, uh, you know, pulling the football away from Charlie Brown for me. Like... I, <laughs> it was it was my testament moment, my final testament moment. 
Did they explain how he died? No, because, they don't. It's inferred. Like, he just vanishes, right? Yes, it's dumb. I, I kind of thought he had, like, a heart attack. At <laughs> I was like, I th- you have to make the the cognitive leap that what he did was so fucking amazing that it drained him to the point where he just became one with the force. <laughs> yeah, because he literally vanishes, right? Yes, like all Jedi do, except for Qui Gon. Yeah, for a Qui Gon. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was kind of it was odd. I really didn't expect him to die there. I thought he would he would be around. Like Ray would go back to him. Like, well, I fucked up, so now I need to really learn. And but no, that's not what's going to happen. He's gone. I, I'm sure he'll come back in a vision or something. Except but. everybody thinks that he's alive still. Yeah, his last words Nobody to Kylo were that. like, you know, now you know I'm coming for you. Uh, he still yeah, he sure. still might as a ghost, but right. he could have done that if he was actually <laughs> fucking He's struck gonna hunt him down. Right, right. Absolutely. He's gonna hunt him down like on the toilet or something. <laughs> no, I said haunt him. Well, haunt him. <laughs> and oh man, do we end in the biggest piece of shit ending? Okay, that's where... what I called my Spielberg ending. It's a... it is. <laughs> Everyone a... has a shit eating grin on their face. Like, oh, we've got hope. There's only like seven of us now. And we didn't do anything <laughs> to them. And, uh, and oh, fucking Rose. We all feel so bad about fucking Rose laying there because she just about died sacrificing herself to sacrifice someone who's going to sacrifice himself for everyone. Oh, that's great. Nah, it's those <laughs> little fucking kids at the end. <laughs> It was yeah. the dumbest. It was the dumbest fucking shit I've ever seen. The fucking yeah. grabbing of the broom with the oh little dude just to go sweep up the fucking floor. It's so Spielberg. It's just like it is. I Very. can just see him leaning in and tell you know you should probably do this scene. It'd be a great way to end. You know, and I just ugh. damn. Well, <laughs> I mean, well, what do you expect for a movie that uses uh, uh, bombers in space? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Where was the gravity? I was thinking the same fucking thing. Like, there was no propulsion to like get those things the moving. They, they just fell. Like it was fucking oh, Normandy or something. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I didn't think about that either, honestly. And that was their opening fucking scene. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, that was Star Wars <laughs> Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. So eight out of ten. Yeah, eight out pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, having said all of that, I, I was entertained. I don't think it was a bad sure, movie. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. It's like I said. It's a great movie, and upon reflection, it's not. Yeah. 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 Much like the last one, it it was entertaining right. to watch, but I do. I like Seven way more than this. Oh, me Did too. You? Way more yeah. fun. Yeah. Way more fun and like. Han Solo had a a good part in the movie, even though they did kill him, but he, he was integral to the plot, and the plot was in a piece of garbage. <laughs> even though it was rehashed from A New Hope, but it's it wasn't trash. You yeah. see, I and and that's something that's been so weird uh, talking to uh, you know friends and and stuff about this film. I how everyone felt about feel, feels about Last Jedi. I felt about Force Awakens. At at the very end of the film, I got up, walked out to the parking lot. It's like nine, ten o'clock at night. Called up my friend and just had like a bitch fit. I was like, I 
hated this movie. Like, I like the <laughs> characters. Uh, the characters were fine. I actually really enjoyed them. But the story, I hated so much. I was like, you know, after all this time, all this money, all this talent, we had to retell a story that is so iconic to Star Wars. We had to tell it again. And that really made me mad. And with even more <laughs> plot holes than even the first New Hope had. My biggest part that killed me about uh, Force Awakens was when they're heading, when the, they're in the Millennium Falcon and heading to Circular Base. Like, how are we going to get past shields? Oh, we're going to hyperspace through them. Like, are you fucking kidding me? So you're saying, you're telling me that any ship can hyperspace through the shields. Okay, let's see. We're supposed to be destroying this octangular doodad. Hmm. Let's set one of our biggest ships to just hyperspace straight through it. And we don't have to go attack the base. It's over. We've won. Yeah. <laughs> that bothered me so much. That just that one little piece of information, like you couldn't come up with something more interesting. Like they're receiving the shipment of uh, things. We're going to hop aboard it. Finn knows that they get regular supplies from uh, other planets. We're going to hop aboard one of those and disguise ourselves as officers. You know, something like that. That makes a little more sense than we can hyperspace through. Hey, we do have one big capital ship. Let's just ram it through that fucker. But I'll sorry, I'm going wait. That part pissed me so because like Disney, you've got talented writers, you've got good directors uh, and good screen. Well, I'm starting to really wonder, uh, you know. And whereas with it, it would have been more fine with it if they actually took some risks and made some inter and killing Han Solo wasn't a risk. We all knew Harrison Ford wasn't going, didn't want to be a part of Star Wars anymore. He's done. You know, he wanted his paycheck. Kill him off. He's going home. That was that was well known. He, I mean, he was wanting to die in uh, Return of the Jedi, so we knew he was going. <laughs> so that wasn't a big surprise. It was still sad because he's a great character. We all love him, but we knew he was going to die. Um, whereas Last Jedi, I mean, it definitely did take a lot of inspiration from empire and uh, return and you know and it did it interesting in interesting ways not perfect or not even good but at least they tried <laughs> at least they tried <laughs> I, I am way i am way happier with them trying something different and even failing at it than just playing it safe and i felt like force awakens nothing... was playing it safe yeah but but for, in any other context if this wasn't star wars that'd be a really shitty way to defend a bad movie oh sure oh i totally agree i'm not saying this film's good I'm i mean saying they shouldn't that... be applauded for doing something unique and all that really is is just doing something bad that's new <laughs> well i don't necessarily even think what they did was bad it wasn't uh, ah, okay. incredible i mean it wasn't like oh it, this was not empire quality empire strikes back outside of star wars outside of everything was just a really well-made film i think what we're looking at here is us all not liking it but you sort of like i it do a little and, bit and really i'm the only person i've met so far <laughs> that actually liked the film more than force awakens uh, no, no, mill raised a valid point it's it was okay in the sense of the moment like we were entertained yeah, right. You know, we were all entertained. I just think upon you know breaking it down, there was a lot of problems. There it's were. Absolutely. the same thing in Rogue One. Like right. I watched Rogue One, I had an uh, okay time watching it in the theater. But the second I stepped out of the theater, I was like, "Wait, 
what the fuck? What about this? What about this? What about this? Sure. This is dumb. This is dumb. <laughs> and, and ultimately, like with Rogue One, it was the characters. I felt like that was the glaring flaw. Same way with the uh, prequels, I feel like. The story was okay, but the, the characters sucked. They weren't interesting. And same way with Rogue One. Everyone was so boring and bland, and you didn't really care. And um, Or I felt like with at least The Last Jedi, it had... Force Awakens, their character development, the least be able to lean on that. I I did, even though I had Rose, I did care about Finn. And I liked seeing him out doing things. Same way with Ray and all that. Um, but no doubt they could have done a much better job and probably should have cut out a lot of the downtime on the island because I felt like that really drugged the movie on a little too long. That was uh, also yeah. a long yeah. fucking movie. It was two, two so hours, long. 15 minutes approximate. Super long movie. Uh, they did reveal way more than I expected. I did not expect that much to happen. Like Snoke kind of being a wet fart. Nothing really happened with him. That was is that really a re- is that a reveal or is that just a colossal narrative failure? It it was terrible. I can't. Be- I really thought he would be around long. I I knew he would die eventually, but I thought we would at least he's an interesting character because first of all, where did he come from? Um, obviously he's been around for a long time. Maybe he knew the emperor. There was that thought that maybe he was the, uh, master to Palpatine. Uh, no, well, I guess it doesn't matter anymore. He's dead. Uh, so we probably won't <laughs> see him again or even hear about him again. And, um, I liked about Ray not really being anything special. I thought that was great. I think that's a lie, but yes, for now that. Well, have you guys played, uh, I guess you guys haven't played Battlefront two. Have you, are you planning no. on playing it? Uh, well, I won't say the story. There, there's a little bit in that uh, in the very end of the game that kind of allude to who her parents are. But I was wondering if they would do something here, but they didn't. I won't. I won't say it just because I don't want to spoil that for anyone. As well. uh, but it ended up not being true. So what have you? Apparently, Ray was sold for drinking money, and I'm fine with that. That was cool. I'm like, yeah, she's a piece of crap. Doesn't really matter. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm a piece of crap that doesn't really matter. I can relate with her. And uh, I like that. I like that he was the one having the kind of teacher, like, you've got to just accept who you are. You know, you're you're nothing to this story. You're not important oh, yeah, to the overall point story. Here, which is why Finn should have died. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. But it makes, it makes it more poignant, though. Yeah, that whole, you know, deciding your own fate. Right. Uh, because, you know, she's, got, she's a tabula rasa. She's right. a blank slate, which right. is a perfect thing to be if you're the last Jedi. Exactly, exactly. Whereas compared to when you look at the previous films with Luke, he was a very important part of that story. And naturally, he was going to be the one, you know, at least it makes sure, it makes sense in a, a poetic sense to topple the Empire since his dad kind of helped create it. Yeah. And uh, whereas she's really got no uh, horse in this race, and uh, but she's choosing to do something and maybe she didn't pick the right path. Maybe she should have ultimately went with Kylo, and and maybe this the rest of this that's going on is her fault, and that's kind of cool. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I will. Uh, oh, I guess you anything anyone else wants to talk about? You just want to go in the final thoughts. I'm good. Okay. I think, I think, I think we've made our final thoughts. Yeah. I think we kind of have. Uh, well, well. Um, I feel even more lonely now that I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I feel like the last Jedi. I'm the only person in this world that oh. kind of likes this film, but that's I okay. liked it. I did like it. Oh, me and Millpool are the only people in the world that might like this. Now film. keep in mind, if you, you know, 
when the third movie might come out and it may just redeem everything. It so. could. And, and uh, you know, and that's something else you bring up. I'm kind of happy with how it left off. I can't really say I'm that excited to see what continues. I'm kind of happy with it all. You know, that's all my problem, questions actually. were answered. Well, that's just it, though. A middle film shouldn't do that. <laughs> right. You're absolutely right. There like, needs to be – I guess what they're probably going to be a time jump they're theorizing out for the next one. That the only way sense. The only way out of this plateau they hit by tying up so many threads is to jump ahead in time by a, a healthy margin. And it kind of makes sense uh, considering they're already talking about the next trilogy. And, uh, it, you know, with that very last scene with the little kids, it definitely makes sense that possibly one of these kids, or at least alluding to the next generation, that the director is going to be heading up in some capacity, whether if he's going to be directing or executive producer or what have you. And um, that makes sense. Well, well, okay, guys. Well, uh, everyone listening, thank you so much. Uh, for, Wait, are uh, we going to rank it? Oh, you're right. Thank you, Nasty. Thank you or so are we much. Not ranking because oh. it's not on our wheel. No, we'll definitely rank it. We absolutely got to. Oh, thank okay. you, Nasty. All right, guys. So currently, yeah, thanks, Nasty. Yeah, thanks, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, close to us leaving. Sorry, uh, teacher, yeah. uh, you forgot to give us homework. <laughs> <laughs> I know we we've gone over quite a bit. We'll we'll make this one fast. Uh, right now, the list of the films in order are RoboCop, Doctor Strange. Logan, Moana, Rogue One, Avengers of Baron Munchausen, Baby's Day Out, and Battlefield Earth. So, Wally, where would you put The Last Jedi? Uh, out of all of these? Yes. Uh, near the top. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Hey, after, just, not after we just <laughs> shat on it for an hour and 15 minutes, it's better than all the other movies that we've talked about on this podcast. But because it is. Just sad. This is very, very sad. <laughs> so would you put it uh, above RoboCop or below it? Uh, I put it below RoboCop. Below RoboCop, so the number two spot. All right, Guido, what you thinking? Uh, I'll put it right above Rogue One. Right above me. Rogue One. Okay, interesting. Yeah. All right, Millpool, what are your thoughts? Um, I think I would put it number one. I think. Okay. Uh, thinking about like, <clears throat> would I rather rewatch RoboCop or rewatch The Last Jedi? I think I'd rather. The Last Jedi. Okay. Okay. All right. Nasty. Uh, I'd put it also right above Moana and below Logan. All right. Right above Moana and below Logan. Okay. Very good. I'm going to have to go with Wally and uh, put it right below Robocop. Um, I would probably watch Robocop again in my future. Uh, this film was fantastic. Uh, well, compared to the rest of can these I, films. Can I make a confession <laughs> to you? Yeah. Uh, I've been so disappointed with Star Wars films ever since the prequels. I've only ever seen all of them once. Really? I've never went back and said, man, I got to see that again. Sure. And I, th and I think this trend's holding pretty strong. Sure. <laughs> sure. I can agree with that. Uh, really the only one I've ever, ever gone back to and watched multiple times was Empire. Uh, I, you know, I always really liked that. Oh, the originals. No, the originals are fine. Oh, you're talking about the new ones? Yeah, the new, I, I all the new ones haven't gone back to them. Right, I agree. I Force Awakens is the second time watching it since theater, just because I, I, Megan wanted to see it, and 
Uh, that way, they kind of refresh my memory, too. So I'm going to put it uh, right below RoboCop. So that puts two people putting it at the number two spot. So that makes it now the number two movie on our list. You guys thought this was better than fucking Logan? Yeah. 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 No. And Doctor Strange? Yeah, definitely oh, yeah. better. No, oh, you guys like, are nuts. I, you guys I are fucking that, nuts, dude. No, you, you could sway me over to Doctor Strange being better. Logan, no, no. I'm. I mean, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan or a huge comic book fan, but I enjoy Star Wars more than those movies. Agreed. Uh, agreed. I mean, they were all great films. I mean, really. Uh, Everything except for our bottom two are all really good movies. That would definitely, if I had to choose, I would watch one of these again. And uh, I would definitely put Last Jedi up there as being just a, a solid film uh, with problems, think, but a solid film. Because um, Guido voted it sixth, I think, on the list. Okay. And Nasty as well. So it averages out to third. There you go. Averages out the third? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we'll go ahead and put it on third. Then I'm fine with that too. Yeah, really, I think in top three, top four is where it really belongs. So actually, we'll put it at number third, number three. Then not too bad. Well, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, fellas. Sorry this one went a little long. I do. Uh, feelings were definitely high about this film. I figured it would probably take a little longer than normal, but I appreciate you all sticking it out and. Uh, Fuck yeah, dude sharing your views i found it be very entertaining and uh catch us next month for dungeons and dragons I'm looking forward to that mm. one probably even more oh, <laughs> all <no right>. boy. <laughs> all right good watching. night everybody <laughs> See good night bye 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 bye